This episode of Grow Getters is brought to you by the Grow Getters Club, a membership designed to help women future-proof their careers. If you're ready to be a part of a circle of smart, supportive women, join the club at growgetters.io forward slash club. Welcome to Grow Getters, the future skills podcast. If you want to future-proof yourself, turn your hobby into a profitable side hustle and create a thriving, multi-passionate career, then you're in the right place. Each week, we keep you up to speed with all the hottest and most in-demand methods, models, tools, and trends in business and tech to help you stay ahead of the game and grow. I'm Grow Getters co-founder and innovation specialist, Tiffany Hart. And I'm Grow Getters co-founder and digital strategist, Tanya Garma. So if you're ready to stay relevant in your element and be excellent, follow the Grow Getters podcast for your weekly fix of future skills. Now, let's get growing. Hey, Grow Getters. This week, we are going to replay one of our most popular episodes of the past year, all about the metaverse. Ever since Facebook decided to rebrand and reposition the company as Meta, the metaverse has become hot property amongst companies big and small all over the world, each wanting to stake their claim in a virtual future. In this ep, we chat to Namala Shom, head of community at virtual fashion house The Fabricant, about exactly what the metaverse means and how to make sense of it as both a consumer and as a business or brand. Let's get started. Hello, hello, fabulous grow-getters. Well, you'd be living under a rock if you haven't come across the term metaverse in the last two weeks. With Facebook announcing their new name, Meta, and pivoting their direction to being a metaverse company, people have been given a glimpse into the future of the internet and what that could mean for our everyday lives. So in this ep, we are going to unpack just WTF the metaverse is with someone who has been working right in the thick of it way before this announcement from Facebook has hit the mainstream. Namala Shom is a great friend of the pod and she works as a product manager for the international fashion tech company, The Fabricant, which produces fashion for the metaverse. Namala, thanks so much for joining us here at Go-Getters. Hi, Tan. Great to be here. Excited to chat about the metaverse. <laughs> so are we. So are we. Well, let's get cracking with the most basic question. What exactly is the metaverse? Yeah, I mean, I think the metaverse is, you know, there isn't like one metaverse, um, there are multiple. And I guess it's just like these, the definition is like persistent virtual spaces that multiple people can kind of come to and interact in and transact in and experience together in real time. So it's like a shared persistent space um, that is virtual. I mean, often it's represented as like a 3D space. So it feels a lot like, the real you know our reality in terms of 3d but i'd say the key thing is that it's like a shared real-time experience um between multiple people so you know an example of metaverses is like a game like Fortnite or you know second life or you know these places where it's like it's not just like a singular experience it's like a multi-group experience well then based on that I want to dispel one myth here. Facebook does not own the metaverse. Right? No, no, of course. And no one owns the metaverse. You know, the, the metaverse is not like a centralized thing. It's like 
metaverses can kind of, you know, they've been metaverses for like a long time now. I think it's just like <laughs> they've they've just rebranded themselves as meta. <laughs> That's it. But no, they, they're not the owners of the metaverse. And no one is, you know, it's kind of like the whole thing is that it is maybe created by certain entities, um, but people can kind of come to those spaces and play out different roles and do things in those. And that's kind of like their own actions in that space. So being a product manager at The Fabricant, which is a virtual fashion house, I think you can give us a really good idea of how the fabricant plays in the metaverse. What exactly the fabricant produces for the metaverse? Yeah, I mean, I think so. The fabricant is, you know, we're a fashion house, but we're also creating, um, you know, a platform to enable people to create digital clothing, to then trade that digital clothing because it has value as unique one of one NFTs, and then also wear that digital clothing. And that's where kind of, you know, the metaverse part of this what we do kind of comes into play you know we're trying to create all the items that we create we'd like to have them be interoperable so what that means is they can move freely between different spaces online so whether that be like a minecraft type of metaverse where it's like a game all voxelized or whether it be like a full 3d rendered you know Fortnite experience or you know whatever other platform um so what we kind of do is we create the garments uh, and we help facilitate the creation of garments with our community. We enable the trading and we also enable the tools for people to take that garment and wear it in the metaverse. But what I would actually say about what the fabricant is really trying to do, and I think this is what's really interesting about the metaverse, you know, we're, you know, we're physically creating clothing, we're creating a platform, but actually what the point of all that is, is to create a new digital fashion economic layer right where in this space you will have like many fabricants many fashion houses anyone can kind of come to the place start their own labels sell their own digital clothing there can be people that are photographers in the metaverse that take that item and like set it up in virtual spaces and photograph it and do music videos with it in the metaverse and you know I think this is the whole thing about it is that it's like it's meant to be like a decentralized, uh, the, the vision, the bigger vision is that it's like a decentralized place where anyone can kind of come to kind of create whatever they want. And I think that's what's really interesting. Um, so it's more like, it's not like the story is laid out for you. It's like, I can come, I can start my label and I can kind of start selling stuff and create a fan base. And something that's really interesting to look at is like the whole play to earn model which is like a lot of games are engaging with this where people will play to earn a living and that's what will happen and it's you know we call it play but you know this is like in the future we're all going to be playing <laughs> working in these metaverse spaces and that's kind of just it, it'll just be like a new layer of the economy okay <laughs> it's mind-blowing right I think you know this is you're really playing part in the pun mm -hmm. in the future right now and and do you think that most businesses in the future in order to continually innovate in order to find new economic opportunities do you think they will have to play in the metaverse in some way shape or form yeah I mean I think there's like I, I think it's definitely not I think it's good to think about what is a company's metaverse strategy and obviously it depends on what your business is and so when you get into this space you're thinking about okay 
what operating system are you building on? Like the key thing is you want your, whatever you create, your product or your service to be interoperable so that it can exist in multiple spaces at once. You don't want it to be closed up. And this is where I think all these software companies that are so used to creating closed systems like Apple and Google and Facebook that, you know, they're not going to, this is not what people want. They want to have transferability across all these places. And that's really critical. So I think actually what's exciting is to think about, you know, what are the different metaverse partners you have? A lot of them are already trying to talk to each other and figure out how to work together. Um, a lot of them are built on blockchains and allow for multiple blockchains so that you can cross transfer assets across different metaverses. So I think that's a, that's a really important thing to look at. Um, but I, I'd say like as a business, it's definitely good to think about what is your metaverse strategy, but you don't need to think about the metaverse as like necessarily like, you know, your full-on virtual strategy, right? Like you could even be looking at it as like, you know, what is your, it's kind of like leveling up your experience on socials to a degree. You know, I think it's just like, it's not like you suddenly need to become, yeah, like a three, you know, yeah, I think it's more just like thinking about the fact that you already exist in them, you already are kind of operating on that level. It's just like, how does it, how do you kind of expand into different spaces um, and engage with that community? That's, that's the key thing. And, and who is in the metaverse right now? or in the different metaverses, like who is a typical person at this point in time that is really embedded or spending time in the metaverse? I'd say like, I mean, people that have been playing games for a long time, but I don't want to use the word gamer as a singular thing because it's not. Like the fact is that so many people are gamers. Um, so I'd say it's hard to define that. But, you know, people that have been playing games, these like multiple, you know, these MMORPGs, they're kind of have been actively in it. Um, but you could be part of a really active Discord group and be part of the metaverse. You know, like I think it's just like if you're part of a community um, that is really active, that happens all online, right? Like it's not a physical community. So like I think Discord is a really interesting thing to look at or Twitch. Those are definitely the people that are kind of playing in this space. Crypto native people, obviously, just because it's like the metaverse is where their crypto assets hold value, more so in the physical world. So I think that's a really easy kind of like transition, right? So lots of crypto native people are in metaverse spaces. Um, but I, but I think it's like, you know, we're all participating in it. Like with COVID, I think we all transitioned into being in a semi-metaverses, semi right? Having to do everything online and, um, you know, having shared meeting spaces and, you know, Twitter spaces, Clubhouse. There's, there's all, they're all kind of forms of these shared persistent virtual spaces. In, in terms of, I guess, let's, let's say Zuckerberg's vision of the metaverse, mm. uh, do you need the hardware at this point in time? I mean, can you go so far? You just mentioned Clubhouse, for example, as a virtual space. Would you say that is a metaverse or part of the metaverse? Or is this really about immersive reality or virtual reality? No, I think there's like definitely a spectrum, right? So I think there is like the lower end spectrum that you can access on your phone on, you know, just on a basic web browser, right, or an app. And I think that's, you know, that's one form of accessing it or you have like a full-on gaming, you know, AAA gaming setup um, with all the right graphics cards. So there's different, definitely levels to it. I think what 
you know, Facebook presented was basically what their technology can achieve because they have, you know, reality labs and things like that. But that's, you know, that's really like conceptually though, um, that's only one iteration of it. That's not kind of, you know, you can really represent it in many different ways. Like Minecraft is a metaverse. It's a completely voxelized metaverse um, that is way less, you know, we could run that on a phone or, or Roblox, things like that, you know? So it's not like, yeah, I'd say that's just one one form of metaverse. That's it. <laughs> and and the fabricant produces literal assets, like visual assets and designs for the metaverse or these virtual spaces. What about businesses that are service oriented? Do you think they can play a role in the metaverse? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, this is. I mean, it's just going to be a new layer of the economy. You know, so it's like, for example, you already have real estate development in the metaverse right so people you need architects to architect the spaces that people are building in the metaverse you need people to be existing in those spaces selling your items or whatever your services um you know there's like it, yeah it's a hundred percent like there's all kinds of things that will be need to translate there all the same stuff that happens in our daily lives will be happening there um it's just a different type of layer. So, like, we make 3D models of clothing that people can wear in the metaverse. Um, but, you know, people will make the fabrics. People will make, you know, take that content and make content with it in the metaverse. Like, story, like, narrative and story. And, you know, I imagine as well just, like, storytelling will just happen in the metaverse. Um, it's not like you'll need to watch a TV show. You'll just be in the show and that will be playing around you. Like that already happens with gaming communities, right? Like it's a form of live playing narrative um, that, you know, you have agency over. So I think it's, I think, um, yeah, definitely, 100%. All, everything that, you know, people can be doing podcasts in the metaverse too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I can just imagine my little avatar with headphones yeah. and a mic. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> No, I mean, it's really mind-blowing stuff, but the way that you've described it, it sounds as though it really is a natural evolution. And I think from, from an ec economic standpoint, from an opportunity standpoint for businesses, it is going to be the next level, like we have been playing in social media and adapting our marketing and content strategy to suit audiences on social media, um, particularly with video, et cetera. So how can we get started now? So if I am a small business owner or a side hustler or even just a, a person wanting to get involved, what, what is a nice way to get into it now rather than waiting in five years' time? I think the best way is to, like, find a community that you connect with, right? So, like, you know, say you are an, a, a creative or an artist, you know, maybe there's a particular artist that you follow or a community that you follow, join their Discord, see what they do, see what they're posting about, or there's like a platform you're interested in, like, you know, Sandbox is a really interesting one, Crypto Voxels is another interesting one, um, Matrix World, which just launched too, you know, like there's a whole bunch Um just join their discord and just see what, you know, see what they are doing. And like, they make it super easy. You know, they're trying to get people in. Um, so now's the time. If you're interested at all, all, all it takes is just joining someone's discord. It's not hard at all. You don't need to be a super techie person or anything like that. I think it's just like, you know, 
jump in I think and then and meet the community and it, and I think you, it's really great to like I've met a lot of really interesting people in discord groups and you know learned a lot of really interesting things about the space um and I think it's really going to revolutionize the way we operate and I, and I think we have to remember the metaverse is just a space right well the, the key thing is like how are these spaces organized and governed and that's like a, a separate conversation but you know these decentralized DAOs the decentralized automated organizations that will be setting up these spaces and running them that's kind of the really interesting thing right like anyone can set up a virtual space awesome but what happens in that virtual space who gets there how is it governed that's that's really interesting i think it's like important for you as a person or a business to be like this is a space that i want to exist in because of the you know these are kind of the way it operates this is the community it has but eventually we'll need policy and governing rules for all this stuff that happens in the metaverse so I think I'd say just just jump in. <laughs> it's like the best way. Don't worry too much about it and just play. Like it's it's really the only way. And we'll make sure all of those platforms you mentioned um, will be in the show notes so yeah. everyone can start exploring and discovering. I definitely know I will post our conversation. I just want to wrap up today with one last question for you. Do you believe that this is the future for business? I mean, I think it's like, it's not even that it's the future. I think it's like, it's ne- like, it's kind of just happening now, you know? And I don't think it's like any, yeah, I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, I, you know, maybe my opinion is biased, but I would say the same way that, you know, social media came and took over, it's going to happen for sure. It's like, it's already happening. It's not, it's not even a question. Like, I think we, the more we realize we're transitioning to a completely a gaming society <laughs> where we're, basically all going to be existing in what we thought were games but actually are just different forms of reality so I think it's like yeah 100 percent. it is it is now it is the now <laughs> <I'd say. laughs> you heard it here on grow getters it is the now thank you so much Namala for your time and uh, we definitely want to get you back on the pod for a follow-up discussion um next year hopefully yes yeah thanks Tan. it was always fun as always <laughs> thank you so much Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Grow Getters. If you love the podcast, then we know you'll love the club. Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed with the task of staying up to date and relevant in your career. Maybe you feel like you're hitting a glass ceiling and you just simply want more. Maybe you've got a killer idea for a side hustle or a biz, but you just need some support and accountability to fire those rockets and get things moving. Grow Getters Club is a membership designed to accelerate your career or side hustle within a circle of smart, supportive and kick-ass women from around the world. You'll get instant access to hands-on expert-led masterclasses and events covering the hottest future skills topics so you stay on top of your game. You'll tap into the brains of a cohort of incredibly talented and diverse women you can collaborate with via regular co-working and peer-to-peer skill exchange sessions. Deep Dive Roundtable Workshops will help you set your professional goals and the accountability of an intimate group will keep you on track to achieve your wildest dreams. Best of all, you'll be part of a growing movement of women who are taking active steps to future-proof themselves and encourage each other to thrive. So come and apply to join our international Growgetters Club at growgetters.io forward slash club. Our next intake is coming up soon, so make sure you sign up today. Plus, if you enjoyed listening to the pod, you can follow Growgetters on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your potties to make sure you never miss an app. 
And if you're an Apple Podcast user, we would be thrilled if you can take 30 seconds to leave us a five-star rating and glowing review so even more of you fabulous Growgetters can find us. Follow us on LinkedIn and Instagram at growgetters.io where we post a bunch of tips and advice on future-proofing your career. Tag us on your Insta stories and slide into our DMs as we love hearing feedback and ideas from all of you. And don't forget to sign up to the Growgetters Growth Hacks newsletter at growgetters.io to receive all the latest hands-on hacks, tools and models direct in your inbox for ultimate convenience. See you next week and let's get growing. Growing.